It is Tuesday, February 2nd. Happy Groundhog's Day. Today is Thursday for you, listener viewer. We have fan mail featuring some of you. Some news on the Snyder Cut. The MCU train is moving at full speed. We are talking Captain America, the first Avenger, and WandaVision, episode four. This is mostly superheroes. Welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a TV and film podcast and web series where we talk mostly superheroes, but we do discuss anything worth watching. We review, we rate, we sometimes debate. I'm your host, Logan, joined by co-hosts, PC Mike and The Giggler. PC Mike, welcome to the, back to the show. How was your week, brother? It was great. Um excited for this weekend coming up i know we got a lot to talk about but uh in the world of superheroes things are heating up on wandavision hbo's dropping new movies like hotcakes so it's a good time to be a streaming service hell yes the content machines are fully pumping at with all what do they say you know all things firing or whatever they are not messing around giggler it's his birthday folks happy birthday Happy birthday, dude. How was your birthday? I know it was Sunday, and how was uh, how was your week? Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much to you and the squad. I saw at least 300 people comment happy birthday on that post, so thank you to all those people. <laughs> but uh, it was good. I, I really appreciate Vince McMahon scheduling the Royal Rumble on my birthday, knowing that it was going to fill the big old gaping hole of having no football on uh, Sunday, which is a little taste of what the next few months minus next week is going to be after the Super Bowl. So, um, but honestly, my weeks revolve around Fridays, Fridays now, whenever WandaVision comes out. So that's all that matters. Hell yes, I can completely echo it. It's uh, not getting old having a Marvel title every single Friday. I, I feel like we're spoiled rotten, but I'm just going to keep on taking it and saying thank you. Um, what, you know, it's a good transition, actually. Uh, it's about your birthday. Let's get right into uh, fan mail. Fan mail. So uh, it's funny you said that about the post on your birthday because I was like, he was. If you guys didn't know, the giggler was exaggerating. It was actually kind of sad. Not that many people said happy birthday in the squad page. So much so that I even commented on my post and said, "Isn't Epradi gonna do this?" Like, no, <laughs> it's been all day. And thank you, Sean. Um, and make a note here. Get Sean. I have Sean's last name in there. I'll get that out of there. Sean, don't worry. We won't out you to the world. Sean jumped in there and said, my new best friend. Yeah. Happy belated <laughs> birthday. You guys have some parts and some likes on there. Though. Yes, we did get, uh, you had a good, a fair amount of people interacting with it. a lot of engagement. Uh, you just, it was getting people to go the extra mile and type the words. They just couldn't get there. That's fine. I'm pretty lazy on Sundays too. So it works out for everybody. No, I had, had to highlight it. We appreciate you guys. But next time, I guess, uh, let's see, my birthday's in June. When's yours, PC, Mike? November. So we oh, got Okay, so you guys we have to build, build up the squad until then. That's right. And then next year, Andy, that'll be the year you get thousands, we assume. Down. I'm in. 
Next up in the show, definitely I uh, haven't done this in a while. Want to highlight you folks listening out there to our podcast. It's everywhere you get your podcast. This one comes at us from Apple Podcasts, of course. This is uh, from Philly2008. Left a review, a five-star rating, first of all, and said, perfect show for superhero fans. I loved the Mandalorian ending. Want to say thanks, Philly. Appreciate the shout-out from us. Hope you appreciate the shout-out on the show. I'll say this reading this comment just got me missing the Mandalorian and getting excited that we get to talk about that show eventually again. I think it's filming right now. We're getting ready, like very close. It's either filming or getting ready to. I think I saw a little blurb today. And then I also saw, I don't know if it's on any of the slides, but um, Obi-Wan Kenobi is getting ready to start filming as well. Hell yeah. Uh, can't wait to talk about these Star Wars shows. So, Philly 2008, hope you keep on listening, and we'll have more Mandalorian stuff for you in the future. Uh, it's that easy to be featured on Fan Mail. Give us a write, give us a comment, something somewhere, and you'll probably end up here. Let's get into the news. What you want. Huh. News and rumors. I We're excited for what you're watching, though. Well, first. you know what it is? I've done that in two episodes now. It's because I used to do what you watch in first, if you guys remember. And then I realized that I like I like starting off with the fans, hit the news out of the way, and then spend the rest of the time nerding out instead of like bouncing back and forth between talking about stuff. So I, I just haven't switched it on the soundboard. So you're getting it live, as you usually do on the show. Um, we do have one piece of news and rumors today. Didn't want to bombard it too much. I know that we have some heavy... MCU stuff to watch for the next, you know, six weeks. We're going to be MCU heavy doing the uh, quick recaps of the films and then talking about WandaVision. It's taking up a lot of our time, but I want to make sure we took a time to highlight some news out of comic book. Zack Snyder teasing out the Snyder Cut, which if you're not following along, does drop on HBO Max March 18th. So we are talking, you know, pretty much around the corner at this point. And he released a photo of what of his version of Jared Leto's Joker, right? Is this right? Am I reading this right? Uh, Zack Snyder was saying that he wanted to. Uh, I'm going to read this. This is actually straight from the article. He revealed his first look at the version of the Joker from Justice League. In a new post on his Vero account, Snyder shows Joker holding up his signature Joker playing card in the foreground, while the actual face and makeup of the character remain blurred in the background. It's a big. DLTs from Snyder as fans have been wondering if the director will be bringing back Jared Leto's Joker with the same controversial makeup design as he had in David Ayer's Suicide Squad. This photo from Snyder feels like something very different than that, eerily close to Heath Ledger's Joker. And this is actually straight from Snyder. He said, I wanted to, of, of course, honor what had been created with him because I thought it was really cool. Snyder told Beyond the trailer regarding Suicide Squad. But also, in Justice League, I'm not going to tell you what happens in the little scene, but some water has gone under the proverbial bridge between what we last saw Joker and his appearance. So he's made some... He's a he's a road-weary Joker that I guess that's a way of saying it, is what Snyder had to say. So, I don't know if you guys have seen the photo. I mean, what does this, I mean, what does this mean to you? Are you guys excited as Batman fans to see this Joker again? I'll start with you, PC Mike. Yeah, I didn't love Jared Leto. I didn't love it. I think it was a cool take. Um, it wasn't my favorite, I guess, because Heath Ledger just kind of blew it out of the water and kind of ruined it for everybody else. Um, but I'm excited to see it. I thought Jared Leto did some good things. I couldn't get over some of his weird laughs that he tried to do every once in a while um, when he was um, 
He's like, ah, 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 ah. Those kind of laughs. <laughs> that was but, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, and that kind of looks like in this picture, like he has a glove. Like, is that kind of like a callback-ish to Jokers we've seen in the past? I don't know. I don't know. I like it. Yeah, and is he going to be like, I mean, they say the word that he's been like, uh, what do they say? Like, not redeemed, but um i'm wondering if he's going to be connected with harley quinn again is what they mean because it's like they had a weird storyline they had the harley quinn movie like are they going to bring this back in like i don't know and like are the tattoos gone can you really see any tattoo i know it's blurry but like i can't really see like damaged on his head or anything like that yeah and are they also just like re is it is it just a new character is this like a new joker that's like just had different experiences like oh i got burned again all my tattoos are gone here we go (laughs) what do you think Giggler? It looks like a like version of like the creepy thing from the Saw movies. Yeah, Jigsaw. It does look like Jigsaw. Like I don't, I don't know if they're going for that, but I, I mean, I'm gonna give it a chance for sure. Yeah, and I think it won't take a lot to be better than the original <clears throat> portrayal of the character in in Suicide Squad and everything. So is um, he baldy? It almost looks like he's bald up top. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you he's can been, barely see his hair. He's road weary. He's been through some shit, it sounds like. So Yeah, road In Suicide Squad, did he like jump off the plane or something? Yeah, he he went down with the, the helicopter. So maybe he's burned and like he burned himself? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that could be it. Well, either way, I mean I, I just want this thing to get here for the sake of as it feels like it's we've been talking about it because we have since at least June when we started talking with each other on the podcast. So I'm ex- I'm just excited for this thing to get here and just see what in the world we're talking about. I did see a funny tweet today that said, I really don't think Zack Snyder's even done with the Snyder cut. I think he's just adding to it still <laughs> and just throwing cool. stuff. There, this is all we're literally talking about a person that wasn't even in this movie originally, right? So, exactly that just shows how much he changed, like everything's been changed. So, I'm excited still, though. I'll give it a chance, all four hours of it, and see what happens. That's what I'm saying. If you're like, if, like, it's just a that's why I asked, is it the same Joker? You know, it's like, are you just going to be like, hey, the penguin's going to be in this movie now? And you're like, wait, what is this movie? <laughs> um, is- Deathstroke in this movie has that been confirmed? He, Deathstroke. I mean, he was at the end credit scene, right, of uh, Batman vs Superman. And yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's confirmed in it. I like that, but we'll see what happens. I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. I'm not gonna lie. I know you guys are too. All right, we'll keep you posted. Um, that's our news and rumors for the day. Let's get into what we're watching. What you watching? Um, I combined you guys today uh because you guys are kind of covering the same stuff so we'll talk about it in a minute but first i gotta highlight some uh what you watching news from the fans on instagram i wanted to highlight this show because it does star we're talking about walker on the cw it starts jared i always butcher his last name parrot Pet, peladecki or something like that uh I, I always get it wrong but he's from supernatural which has ended oh man one of my favorite shows i'll tell you that and we had a comment from legalize underscore positivity. That's on Instagram. It's actually pretty good. Worth a watch. I haven't seen it yet. I thought about giving it a chance. There's just a lot of stuff on our plate right now. So I don't know if it's a now thing, probably a later thing. Giggler, did this interest you at all? Just kind of, you know, having more of a pulse on the CW world. Uh, today was the first time I've heard of this. So I'm, I'm going to look into it though. We'll see. It's like Walker, been... it's Walker, Texas Ranger. I, I've never watched Walker, Texas Ranger. So. Oh, 
You've never seen Walker, Texas Ranger? <gasps> wow. I mean, oh, I mean, I'm not gonna What's jump it? on you. I mean, it's Chuck Norris, man. Chuck Norris. There's some cringe-worthy '90s clips out there of Walker, Texas Ranger. It's like Haley Joel Osment has AIDS in one of the shows or something like that, and he's like, <laughs> "Walker says I have AIDS." Oh no! I swear, there's a clip out there like that. I'm probably gonna sit this one out. That's that's fun. And Andy, honestly, I was just making fun of you because I don't I didn't really watch Walker either. It was something that I watched a little bit as a kid when it was on, you know, when my dad was watching it. And then, you know, Chuck Norris became infamous because of, you know, the internet, and they're just like, you know, what can't Chuck Norris do? Um, I thought it was a funny show to remake, but you know, what aren't they remaking nowadays? PC Mike, is this this getting you, you know, excited at all? Is this is this hitting any marks? Hold on, he's unmuting. He's getting there. Sorry. I was I was looking up the clip of Haley Joel Osment saying that because it's an actual clip. But <laughs> no, this does. I, I hate to say it, it does not move the needle for me. Yeah, there's so much stuff out there now that I need to catch up on and I want to watch. I'm not. I, is it like a prequel to Walker Texas Ranger? Is it like his son? I don't have. I, I, this is where the podcast is letting you guys down. I haven't done a lot of recon on it, but hey, you know who has legalized underscore positivity on Instagram? Appreciate you guys shouting out the show. You know, we'll keep an eye on it. If you feel strongly about it and you're a fan of this show, write in. Let us know. We can be persuaded to put stuff on the list, and if it's coming from the fans, we'll give it a real chance. Moving on to you two, we'll start with you, Giggler, since it was, it is your birthday week. But you guys did have very similar lists this week. I thought it was very cute, very nice. You guys watching the same stuff as you, as you do sometimes. It just happened to match up with the Royal Rumble this past Sunday. I know we're going to talk about Raw, and we're also going to talk about the little things, which I've already covered. So you guys are going to have the floor. Andy, how was your Sunday? Tell us about Royal Rumble. Oh, man. My Sunday was epic. Just ate a lot of good food. Um in preparation of this this event here definitely one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year prop um next to wrestlemania it's probably better just the pure entertainment factor of the royal rumble itself um just up to 30 people in there at once just going at it always some cool surprises about who's gonna come back who hasn't been on in a while who's gonna return something like that that's the the funnest part to me um it just all the people from when I used to watch wrestling, like the first time around when I was a, a, a kid, they're all too old, like the undertaker, basically the odds of them appearing, but are pretty low, but Goldberg still had a match. Um, he's still kicking. Um, but I enjoyed it a lot. I, nobody really that I wanted to win uh, one, but that that's never the case, but it's still super entertaining. And uh, I was a big I don't know. I'm I'm all about the Royal Rumble compared to the other the other pay per views. I'm sure Mike loved it as well. Yeah, let's stay on the Rumble for a minute. PC Mike, what'd you think? Um, I will say Rumble's like I'm with Andy. Like it's probably my favorite pay per view. Royal Rumble, Mania, and I love Money in the Bank still. Um, Word but, agreed. <laughs> but um, this was the first time that I really it was. It hurt me there was no crowd there for the Royal Rumble. Like mm. that, this is really like the first almost event that I've really like noticed like the crowd not being there hurt it. Because mm. the Rumble is all about surprises. Um, we had old wrestlers, like Andy said, Carlito came back, the Hurricane, all these different people coming back, and there wasn't any pop uh, because they have to dub the sound over. You can like watch it um, virtually, but 
it's just not the same. Still a great show. Um, I like how they went with, well, Edge won the Royal Rumble, and his name, Logan, you probably even know who Edge is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the first one in, last one out. There's a good storyline with Randy Orton there in the middle. Um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, Drew McIntyre retained and Roman Reigns retained. So no really titles, big titles changed. So overall, it was a solid show. It's one of the more fun ones. It's a lot. If you were a casual wrestling fan, that's the one to watch. Because WrestleMania, you have like eight hours now coming up because you have two full nights. This one you can watch in about three. So if you're a casual fan, this is the one to get into first. But uh, yeah, overall, very good. And I see you have some pictures from Raw. I did watch Raw for the first time in a long time last night. And it was it was good to see. And that Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton storyline is still pretty cool. What would be, you say, the top moment for you guys for Royal Rumble? I mean, the men's, I like, my favorite thing about Royal Rumble is the men's, I mean, seeing who's coming out. That's my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I won some money because we always pulled numbers um, for the Royal Rumble. And you get those numbers of entries. If the guy wins, you get money. So I won um, for the first time ever. So it was nice to get a couple extra bucks. But yeah, I mean. I lost always, both of mine. I've always kind of hated <laughs> that, like, if you're in a different match nowadays, you don't get in the Rumble. Like Kevin Owens was Kevin Owens wasn't in the Rumble, was he? I don't I don't remember. I don't think yeah, so. I don't, I don't think Kevin Owens was in the Rumble, but he had a title match. But I kind of want it to be like, if he lost that title match, he could still get in the Rumble and try to get another shot at the title. Like, there's little things I'd change, but overall, I mean, WWE is doing what they can. They can't control crowds not being there. So, um, yeah, overall, again, the Royal Rumble's top event probably for me. Um, they was, keep doing. They keep doing what they can. Was I'll there any? There. Was there anything new with getting the the pay per view with like the new acquisition, or is that haven't like taken any effect yet? Not until March, I don't think. Okay, all right. So still, still to come on that. What's the next big event that wrestling fans are looking for? Is it WrestleMania? Yeah, April something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there'll be like some small pay per views in between, but they're what we call in the wrestling business right now the road to WrestleMania. So like everything now is building towards WrestleMania. And like back in the 80s and early 90s, they would take a year to build one match to WrestleMania. Now it's kind of like just a couple months, but um, it's the road to WrestleMania. It's all building up to that payoff at the end. Good deal. Well, fans, you hear it. A little bit of update for you on the wrestling world. Let us know what you're looking forward to in WrestleMania. If you had your favorite moments from Royal Rumble, let us know. Now let's talk about totally switching gears. The little things we did. Andy first said last time, let's do PC Mike. Why don't you kick us off with uh, the little things and what you thought about this movie? I've already d- talked about it on Monday, gave a rating, so I'm excited to hear what you got. Yeah, um, I guess we'll say spoilers. Before That's fair. We do- yeah, spoiler alert right now for the little things with Denzel Washington. If you don't want to hear it, there's your warning. I think it was like a C minus version of Seven, if I'm being honest. Um, kind of like the same payoff at the end of Seven. Acting was okay at times. Remy Malik just wasn't doing it for me in this <laughs> role. Mm. Jared Leto was creepy. I liked him, but there was just like some big holes I really didn't like. Um, it's a thriller, so the watch watchability is down because you know the big twists and turns and things like that. I thought Denzel was pretty good, um, but kind of big holes in his story too, and there really wasn't a payoff, um, and I really didn't like the twists and turns it took. Um, with our scale, 
I think I told you guys I was about a three after thinking on it. I'm probably like at a 2.8-ish because I thought they had some good parts, but still it's worth the watch, but it's not going to be something I watch probably ever again. For sure. I mean, that's, I mean, you guys already heard my review. It's, I echo a lot of the same thing. Just felt a little short, felt a little empty. I, I, uh, uh, one of our, uh, uh, our fans or actually one of our, our boys, Mike, he wrote into the show on Instagram about the little things. And he, since I'm glad we're talking spoilers, cause I actually wanted to talk about the story a little bit. My review is spoiler free. If you want that it's, it's on the episode just before this one. And he said, you know, was Denzel basically the killer, <laughs> you know, in the end. And I was like, gosh, that's like what it almost felt like. It was like, oh, this guy does bad stuff in his life. And that was the point of the story. And I was like, hmm. it's kind of fell flat. Giggler? Yeah, I'm kind of hoping there was a little twist. Like, it made more sense for Denzel to be like a serial killer that had to move away. And now, I don't know. Because he accidentally <laughs> kills that girl, right? And you're like, okay, all right, he kills the girl. And then it's like, oh, now this guy, what's the guy's name that plays the young detective? Remy Malik, yeah, he Bobby he accidentally Black. kills this guy, not really knowing for sure if it happened. You know, it's like I'm like, okay, so then he gives him the red beret or Barrett or whatever you call it. I keep saying it wrong, and Carrie keeps making fun of me. The thing that you put in your hair, <laughs> the beret, yeah. the beret. I thought beret was like the French hat, bow or clip, it's, hair clip. Yeah, hair bonnet, clip. a bonnet, beret. Brett, Brett, Brett. Brett. Look, Andy's got it. He's like, I know what Stephanie calls those. I can't get it. See all this hair? I got a lot. <laughs> yeah, the, a lot. the hair expert. So he get he sends that thing to Remy Malik, the detective, and that to him is like, oh, I can breathe easy. I I killed somebody that actually killed this person, right? That's what we're led to believe. But then, like, it wasn't. It was just like a story about move on. It almost felt like. What do you think, Giggler? Yeah, yeah I, I I didn't like this as much as I thought I was going to. I was pretty pumped. Uh, just to like have something to watch with some big actors in it. Um, but I think it was pretty like the acting was, was good in it. I just didn't enjoy the too much about the story. I would say I had to give a rating, maybe like a, this is definitely lower out of the ones I've, that we've given on overall, maybe like a 2.3. Okay. Yeah. It's fair. It's a fair score. I think, have, I think that's, I that's pretty fitting. My, my own mind. I, uh, I got to look back at my notes. I, I don't have my rating in front of me. I was trying to slide up and see it real quick. But it's around there. I think it was like 2.3 uh, or 2.4. It was it was down there around you guys. Yeah. There's just so many holes, too. Like, him finding him because he went to some random, like, repair shop and kind of seeing him, like, peek out. And, like, yeah. That's your main guy. Like, now, like, nothing else ties. But he has a car that's similar to what you think. I don't know. And I almost felt like that was the lesson. It was like, at the end, they're like, well, it was a guy with this many cars, and he had a job here. And they kind of show these things like, well. They showed the profile of him. Yeah, the profile. And he fit the pro. And he did something towards the end to fit the profile to make it look like this. What he did was he said he moves around a lot. So what Denzel did was pack up all his stuff and moved it and burned it so it looked like he just moved away because that fits the profile of the guy yeah and like at the end of the day it was like well what did you have in the first place so it, I, I really think that was like it falls short at the end because that's what i feel like that was the point was like hey this guy didn't do it probably <laughs> how did denzel find him out in the desert 
think uh, he's just driving around. He was just driving himself. around, and he hit the he hit a dead end, and he turned around. And whenever he turned around, he saw he the saw gate. I know he saw like the gate kind of open, but how did he get all the way out there? He's like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna take this ride off the highway in Los Angeles, where there's hundreds of exits. I think we're meant to say like he was tailing them though at like a distance because he he does see them when they pull off, and he has the two coffees, and he throws down the coffee, and he gets in his car. I know, but he has to stop at the light, and they just go. That is true, and that's kind of when they disappear. And then he's like, hey, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get us some stuff. And like, he is gone. These two are gone for like like about 30 or 40 hours, and I was like, is no one asking where these two are? All right. Big holes. Big holes, big, holes. big problems. You heard our rating here. Let us know if whatever you thought. If you agreed, you think something different, let us know. Sticking to what you watch, and we're doing these new MCU rewatches. Gonna switch gears and get into the Marvel universe here for my what you watching. I'm kind of I'm kind of giving up my what you watching. I say giving up like it's a big hit. I gotta watch a Marvel movie every week. Like, ooh, poor me. But I I am. I'm giving I'm giving my spot to these films. And what I'm gonna do, we did Thor. We're gonna make this even shorter than what Thor's was. I have this, I have this, I'm getting pretty concise with the note taking, and I want to give you what you want and what you need to know about Captain America, the first Avenger. So that's what we're talking about today. And it's going to be what you need. It's going to be, I'm going to breeze through my stuff real quick. And then I, I'm going to rate it. And then I'm going to obviously give uh, PC Mike and the Giggler their floor to give their thoughts on it and give a rating. If you guys don't mind, I'm just going to blast through this thing. All right, MCU yeah. fans, let's set it up, okay? Um, Captain America, okay. First Avenger, first of all, came out in 2011, set the stage. It cost $140 million to make. It made $370 million at the box office. Where does it fall in the MCU timeline? It comes after Thor. Thor's end credit scene leads you into this, but before Avengers. So we just talked about Thor. We'll talk about Avengers next week. At this point... I try to put myself in the mindset. Where was I in 2011? What did I think? And I honestly feel about this movie when it came out. This is one of the movies I think that has, um, like, people love it. It's popular, but it's also one that say it's kind of a, um, I've heard complaints about the film. I'll put it that way. But putting myself in 2011 Logan shoes, at this point, I've seen both the Iron Mans. I've seen Thor. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, okay? Like, it's 2011 me, and I'm like, I don't care what Marvel movie it is. Put it in the theaters. I'll pay as much money as it costs to go. So much. And, and you guys, obviously, the path never ended, because here we are <laughs> 10 years later, and we created a whole podcast specifically because of basically what happened here. Wouldn't that be wild if you created a whole podcast, and every week you just looked at different scenes from Captain America, the first Avenger, because you loved it so much? You you shouldn't joke, because this is only our first year, so who knows what will happen in the years to come. <laughs> be a whole week, three episodes, one movie. You know, you never know. All right, so setting up the movie. Let's just set up the MCU. What's happening? Here's the synopsis. It's 1941, and the world is in the throes of war. Steve Rogers, played by Chris Evans, wants to do his part and join America's armed forces, but the military rejects him because of his small stature and a list of stuff. He's really sickly. I'm going to read the list of stuff that's on this doctor's note he has. And he finally, Steve gets his chance when he's accepted into an experimental program that turns him into a super soldier called Captain America. Joining forces with Bucky Barnes, gets introduced in this movie, played by Sebastian Stan, also, introduction of Peggy Carter, played by Haley Atwell. 
who would inspire a series of her own and be in multiple MCU films to become. Is an, in, She's a uh, powerhouse in her own right. Captain America leads the fight against the Nazi-backed Hydra organization. That's right. You get Hydra in this one. You get S.H.I.E.L.D. Really quickly moving through some of the biggest parts of the movie. It opens up in the future, like present day, 2011. Finding the big ship. Finding Cap's S.H.I.E.L.D. Why am I clapping? I'm clapping because we're talking about this movie. I'm excited. But I'm also clapping because S.H.I.E.L.D. with a capital S is the password for the squad page. You can use that. Go to mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash squad. Use the password SHIELD, like just the word, capital S. And that what are you going to get? There's a, our video from our live Instagram show on Monday is sitting there and waiting on you. The movie opens up with that. We actually go from there back to 1941, where 99% of this movie will take place. It is a period piece, a, a fictional period piece. And we find out that Hydra, this big group that basically supports Nazis, they're bad guys, are seeking out what is known as the Tesseract, what was teased out in the end of, the, end of Thor. And we meet Red Skull, classic Captain America villain. This is who I remembered from my childhood on anything that was surrounding Captain America. I always knew he fought Red Skull. You know, I didn't read the comics. I knew that, though. It was cool to see this character come out on the big screen. And we get some cool references to Thor. You know, it teased out this movie. Red Skull actually opens up in the first 10 minutes and says, hey, I'm looking for this Tesseract. It was in Odin's safe. He calls Odin by name. Like, he's obviously been chasing this thing forever. And then we, uh, Red Skull's name is uh, Johann Schmidt, played by Hugo Weaving. So that's uh, Mr. Smith from The Matrix, plays this guy. He's obsessed with power. He actually got his hands on the serum that we're going to learn about. And he becomes the arch nemesis of Captain America. Talking about young, skinny Steve Rogers real quick. My goodness, this thing. He looked amazing. Like It looked like a real young Chris Evans walking around. You're like, how do they do this? They can do anything in movies. And now we know they can. Especially Disney+. Plus. They're like, hey, we're going to use this technology in a big way one day. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, get Luke in there. Just wait, we're going to bring back some people. Yeah, literally back from the dead, too, sometimes. Hey, and don't sleep on Kanye West, because he did this for Kim Kardashian. He brought back her dad for her birthday this past year. Yeah, so. but we haven't got to hear from Kim on that. Like, was it a good gift? <laughs> well, I don't. I think they're divorcing, so probably not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that bodes well for him. <laughs> there you um, go, fellas. Don't take that. Don't. I don't know if you should be following the advice, Kanye. All right, so we get these young skinny Rogers, and he is uh, trying to get into the army, just like the synopsis says. And there's a part where he's interviewing with the doctor, and the doctor's like, "Hey, man, let me see." And he looks at this list of stuff. Listen to this guy's list of of ailments. He has asthma, scarlet fever, thematic fever, chronic or frequent colds, high blood pressure, palpitation of a pounding heart, easy fatigability, <laughs> heart trouble. It's on there again. Um, trouble of any sort was on the list and has an household contact with tuberculosis, a parent or sibling with diabetes. This guy is sick. <laughs> Did you ever catch that giggler? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I caught that in my rewatch, but I, I mean, no big deal. I have like half those things too. I'm, gl I'm glad to know I wouldn't get in the military either. I do love how like half of his stuff does not like match up with his body type whatsoever, like with high blood pressure and like all that kind of stuff. Like he's the skinniest guy in the world. 
so skinny and he looks like fairly healthy just a tiny guy um oh cool so you rewatched it too giggler that's cool pc mike did you um no i didn't think so that's all right when's the last time you saw it 2012 <laughs> no i don't No, this one's this one comes on a lot and i, I this is one of my favorites because i think red skull is actually a really good villain and i and i love i, I love the transformation yes one. yes i do too it's such a cool scene it's very sci-fi um and leading up to it so we again we meet bucky, bucky Barnes, sebastian stan um we find out these two are good friends they actually go to the stark expo in 1943 we meet howard stark in this one played by dominic cooper it's really cool he's just like tony he's up on the stage he's got his own cheerleaders it's like 1943 but he's his son will turn out to be just like him uh he makes a car fly just for a minute you know you kind of find out like this guy is equally a genius of course um, we meet Dr. Abraham Erskine, uh, playing by the fantastic Stanley Tucci. He's the creator of the Super Soldier Serum. He played a role in creating Red Skull. Now he's basically like, I got to create Captain America because I already created like the bad guy, so I need to make a good guy. We meet Dr. Arnim Zola. This is the right-hand man to the Red Skull. Sh short guy, stout with the glasses, played by Toby Jones. We'll see this guy again in Captain America Winter Soldier. And a fun fact, Mark Hamill actually plays the cartoon version of this character uh, of Zola in Avengers the Assemble uh, cartoon. Look at Mark Hamill just getting all over the cartoon world. Uh, what's Hydra doing in this one? Okay, they're helping Nazis with the Infinity Stone power. Um, and now we meet the good guys. We meet Peggy Carter, again, played by Haley Atwell. Again, this, this character would go on to be in multiple MCU films. She had her own show right away. Um, I'll be honest, I never, I've never seen it. Um, I'm probably going to watch it at a certain point because now these uh, this Peggy stuff, I feel like, is coming back to the forefront. We've talked about some theories about Captain America coming back. I feel like I might need to watch the show to make sure I know what's happening. But I don't know. Did, Giggler, did you watch Agent Carter? I was going to say, if you just made a, you just made the best argument for watching that that I think anyone's ever probably made because I've had zero intent in my life to watch that show before, prior. But, I mean, if it connected to, like that to uh, – future captain america then i might be inclined to but i yeah i just never never watched it i mean i think i started watching shield and kind of fell off that because it just wasn't keeping me interested so i was like i'm not going to start another another show in this universe but here we are with wandavision and now they're not we know they're not going to fail from here that's so true pc mike was this a show you watched i'm gonna have to say no logan i did not watch <laughs> Agent Carter. Carter. That's fair. I mean, I, I haven't seen it either, but now that, you know, now that I think about it, like, how did that show end? Like, is there like a episode that closes out with like Captain America showing up because of what happened in Endgame? That'd be awesome. <laughs> if somebody's out there, because I know they do this with a lot, if you can find us like a 10 minute clip of the whole series of Agent Carter that we can watch and get the gist, I would love that. I would watch that. That's for PC Mike. I, I'll, I'll probably, I'll give it the time probably eventually. You'll probably start taking notes on like a legal pad, watching it, trying to connect something with WandaVision back to this, to this. I'm excited to talk about WandaVision today because I, it, my notes, my note taking, you're, I'm glad that you're talking about it because what I'm realizing too is like, there's certain things that I'm just starting to let go of because I don't need to know every little thing. I'm like, Hey man, we're not, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the guy, the Charlie from always sunny in Philadelphia, like with the strings. I don't, I got, I, it's fun to theorize stuff at a high level. But once you're starting to write down like, oh, in the back corner of this room, there was this post-it. I'm like, hey, man, just watch the TV show. Yeah, you're be you, 
you're going to be more big picture and not tea leaves every little thing right yes. now with one division. Yes, and help connect things that maybe were, you know, you know, that were kind of hard to see. I like to help with that kind of stuff. Um, you did nail a couple things from this week's episode, though. I, you do have to pat yourself on the back. I yes, you're right. I will. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I did call, and I'm excited to try to call a couple other things. I think I'm on to some. So anyway, we'll get to Wandavision. We'll get there. Phase four is coming. Sticking up to our OG film, Phase One, Captain America: First Avenger. So moving along in the storyline, we actually get Captain America with his powers. Uh, the big transformation. This is kind of what you were looking for in the movie. Mike said it. It's, it's what you showed up for. Him getting in that machine. Howard Stark being a Stark, creating him. The lights going down. The big bright light. Him screaming. Um, awesome. You get him running in the street without any shoes on. You know, showing that he's really tough. Like I can barely even walk on gravel. You know what I mean? This guy's running barefoot, full speed down the street. You're like, okay, he he's going like 40 miles an hour. We find out he's really fast. Um, he sells bonds for a little bit, but he does get to see some action. We get a nice montage of all these missions he goes on. Actually, he gets to fight alongside his boy, Bucky, who he rescues er, uh, with early days being Captain America. He actually breaks into a big uh, camp. Tommy Lee Jones is in this movie, by the way, playing a colonel who he, uh, Steve Rogers is reporting to. And he actually goes and saves all these uh, soldiers from a Nazi camp, Hydra Nazi camp, brings back his boy, Bunky, Bucky. And Bucky, this is just the foreshadowing of everything we're going to see with the Winter Soldier. And we'll be talking about that movie as well. And, of course, Falcon and Winter Soldier coming up in March. So, I mean, you're getting kind of like, again, this is Bucky's origin story right here. This is where you meet the character for the first time. If you think it's not important for the show, guess again. All right, so then they get to the end scene here. Okay, right? Uh, well, Bucky does fall. He passes away. And, that, and I completely understand why they call him the Winter Soldier because – he falls into a big cavey ice. It's like it's snowing and it's cold. I'm like, okay, so he's the Winter Soldier. I got it. I don't know if that's actually right, but I think that was definitely part of it. Sounds right to me. Because <laughs> I don't have you ever known why he's actually called the Winter Soldier? I don't think I have. All right. Well, I do think it. I just assume the same thing, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's like ice cold. He fell. <laughs> Um, all right, so then we get on the plane. We get a big kiss from Peggy to Steve as he jumps onto this thing to fight Red Skull. Get re Cap first Red Skull on this big plane that we were introduced to at the beginning of the movie. This is one of the coolest parts of the whole film. At one at uh, the end of the fight, Red Skull ends up grabbing the Tesseract with his bare hand, opens up a space viewing like portal inside of this plane. I mean, this is a Captain America movie. There wasn't really a lot of this stuff happening. So all of a sudden, you're getting like a glimpse of the galaxy, like you're watching Thor or something, but it's 1943. Captain America's like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Red Skull shoots up, like into a beam of light, disappears. The Tesseract falls to the ground. It'll be found later by S.H.I.E.L.D. and stored at like a bunker somewhere. And we will see Red Skull again in future movies. If you're, in, if you're watching the MCU right now and you're trying to keep it spoiler-free, I'll just tease that to you. And I won't even tell you what movie it's in, but you do see him again. And I hope we see him again in a way with Cap that would be interesting, if you guys know what I'm saying there. Again, trying to help, our, trying to help any new MCU fans by not giving away too much if I don't have to. All right, this part kind of is a pet peeve for me. I'll be honest. Now, it, it gets me. I like the end of this movie. The plane's going down. Cap and Peggy on the phone. Um, they say, you know, I got a rain check on that dance. You know, it really gets me teary-eyed for sure. 
But I'm like, dude, this plane was so smart. Like, it literally had an auto autopilot switch. Like, why couldn't Captain America just get on the phone with, like, any pilot? And they'd be like, yeah, we'll just we'll tell you how to land it. It's not a big deal. It's a plane. Instead, he crashes this thing into the ice. Poor Peggy. Like, it is rough. I am rooting for those two. Like, I'm a big Peggy and Steve fan. I'm not just a bandwagon. I, I really do think they're a good couple. And I was really, it is sad to think, like, oh, man. And then, so then it goes black, right? You think it's over. Like, oh, we'll see what happens. Okay, he wakes up, looks like his time, finds out immediately, no, it's not. He's in a shield base. It's present day, 2011. He runs in the middle of New York City, Times Square, all barefoot again. You know this guy still got his powers because he's barefoot again. And Nick Fury comes out, and he's like, what's up, Captain? He's like, you've been in the ice like 80 years. You're 70 years. He said, you all right? And Cap was looking back over his shoulder and said, I had a date. Oh, man. There I go. Got me again. Got me goosebumps again. You just missed it. Oh, that'd be devastating. You're like, oh, man, she's probably dead. But she's not. Didn't you guys connect something to, didn't Andy get a little, like, something from Endgame, too? I know we don't want to jump oh, too yeah. much. But wasn't yeah. there something you found or you heard, Andy? I just think that it, like, I, I feel like we all should have seen the the ending of Endgame like sooner. Just Coming. That's like not that it was just a perfect ending, honestly. And and there's no other way they should have done it. That's true. Yeah. And if we're it, let's just say the spoiler alert for the rest of the MCU because it's too hard not to connect them at this point. Yeah. It's 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 like okay, if there's a way to make this happen, they then why wouldn't you? You know. And he, I mean, he, I'm sure as soon as Captain America hears about time travel, he's like, I know exactly what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> uh wakes up in the future okay so then the movie ends uh p uh there's a inset in credit scene it's awesome it's uh him punching uh punching bags bag he's like he's like uh he's like the giggler man you do it with your punching bag in your basement he's yeah. just punching this thing one after the other and he says do i have a mission nick fury's like yes you do and this i actually misspoke i said it was ca uh cap uh, at the end of Thor in the theaters, it was this movie where they showed the Avengers teaser with all the flashes of all the heroes, and you get like Captain, you get uh, Tony Stark like patting Thor on the back, and I'm just thinking about seeing that for the first time, like oh my god, they're gonna put all these guys in the same movie. It's coming really soon. All right, ending my thoughts here. It's a hell of a movie. It's a Captain America movie for sure. You get Red Skull, Red Skull, Hydra, Peggy, sh the Shield. You get Shield. You get a young howard stark like i know people have talked down on this movie saying it's boring saying it could uh, like it's nothing like winter soldier this is an origins movie for captain america and after everything that happened afterwards and everything that's happening from now on i will say this is a great film i'm gonna go ahead and give it a 3.4 thank you guys for allowing me to get through that i hope you enjoyed the little breakdown Let's go and get some thoughts. Uh, Giggler, you just watched it. What I miss? What else did you? What are your highlights of this movie? And uh, let's hear your rating. Um. Yeah. I. I would. I'm just gonna start with my rating. Just Do get it. That Do out it. of the way. Um. I'll, it's. It's kind of like in the middle tier of the Marvel movies, where it's not one of the ones that I'm always looking to rewatch it at first first glance, and it's not in like the bottom ones where I'm like, these are. 
uh, still good movies, but not not something I want to rewatch compared to the others. But I'll go with a three point one. I appreciate everything that that this movie did for the future of the MCU and everything. There's just something missing. I don't really know. I don't even know what it was. I just wasn't not on par with the others comparatively. Honestly, still still one that I'll rewatch if it's on TV every once in a while and there's, there's nothing else on. So definitely deserves its rating, but I'll go with a, a 3.1 there. Solid, solid score. I appreciate the honesty too. It's like, if it's not hitting it there for you, let uh, people know PC Mike, where are you at on this film? Yeah, I'm right around with Andy. I'm, I'm probably like a three, I'd say a 3.0. Um, but I think it does its job. I think we maybe need to like look at origin stories, origin movies a little bit differently because they're building something up. You can't get it all in the first one. Just like Batman Begins, you can't get it all. You can get teasers and start building that way. So origins are kind of hard, I think, to almost grade because there's a bigger picture. It's not just this two and a half hours. It's the franchise ahead. So um, that's where I kind of come with origin stories. I think it's a little difficult um, to grade just because do you tie your origin story to the next one that follows it? Because that built up to that next one too. I don't know. And a real, you know, Imran, whenever he was on the show last week, he said something about that. You know, it's like um, you have an origin story is tough. It's like, you got to get through this thing of, you know, you're going from non-hero to hero and it's a, it's a hero's journey in one film you know you're asking kind of a lot it's not just a mission where like winter soldier is just captain america dealing with like this really cool stuff now that being said totally different kind of film they changed the tone they changed the camera work so i kind of hear what giggler's saying that maybe there's something just kind of missing there but i'm with you pc mike origin stories are going to be origin stories at their core how many spider-man origin stories are we going to have now do we have three, three cinematic origin oh, stories? at least. I mean, you got into the Spider-Verse 2 who like act, like openly makes fun of that with like, they have like seven origin stories. <laughs> so that's four if you're counting like Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland's origin story. And Tom and Holland that. really hasn't hardly even been told. I don't even think we're even like, I think Andy said that before. Are we even going to get that one? But yeah, there's so many. And how many times you've seen Bruce Wayne and all that. But, you know, I will say this. This is why I enjoy Captain America. I think it's because I haven't really seen it really done in my lifetime this way and that's why it holds really good but appreciate your guys thoughts on it for sure um and we're going to keep the mcu rewatch going so we have uh next up it's a big one fellas talking about the first avengers oh man i gotta do my best not to spend like two hours on it how'd we do on this i think we did a pretty good job on this time around you did you did a really good job Size. just keeping it tight right. trying to keep it tight for you guys right. like you know we, we'll have episodes where we just like talk about a movie for two hours and we'll talk we'll do that this is like hey keep it tight what's good about it avengers i know you'll be watching it andy mike you think you could put this on your list this week yeah i can put this one after the super bowl or maybe this week yeah. sometime. we didn't no even doubt. talk we didn't even talk about the super bowl let's do that before the break at least at least address it you know we gotta at least address it we got chiefs in there we got tom brady going back He's been, if he wins, it'll be seven. I don't know if anyone you're, will catch him. You're a Chiefs guy, Mike. What about you, Giggler? Uh, Steelers fan, but I'm going for the Chiefs here. Just anti-Tom okay. Brady, everything. 
<laughs> they openly like made fun of him on SNL, like when John Skrzynski was playing him, and he's like, "Man, you just—they're like, wow, you're really just going to the Super Bowl again." And John Skrzynski playing Tom Brady's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm really just doing it. I just really practice, and it all just works out." And they go, "All right, you got a lot of people cheering for you." And he said, "Almost no one." <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to see any more clips of him like, like open mouth kissing his kids. Like, <laughs> I forgot about <laughs> forgot about that video. <laughs> All right, well, fans, let us know what you think about the Super Bowl. I know it's coming up, and we, uh, we'll we be talking about it after the fact, but uh, what are you guys doing? Let us know. Uh, on the men's MCU rewatch, watch for Avengers, and then we will kick off Phase 2 in the next two to three weeks uh, with Iron Man 3 and Thor. I always like to connect, too, just kind of where does this movie f- uh, fall uh, in terms of what's happening nowadays, things to think about, keep in mind. We have... Sorry, I scrolled down too far on my notes. We have... Um, Peggy and Cap, we talked about this, like theories about Captain America coming back into the MCU. You know, we've heard these rumors. They're very much rumors at this point. Um, but if they did, maybe there's a, a, a aspect that we talked, like we talked about with Agent Carter, or another form of this Captain America coming back. Again, this is Bucky Barnes' origin story. It's also the story that introduces Hydra. You know, this is, a, and once you find out that Hydra infiltrates S.H.I.E.L.D., well, you rewatch these films, you start to notice things that S.H.I.E.L.D., was doing at a certain point and you might be like oh that was probably hydra you know not shield and every time you'd see something questionable happening um and we'll see what happens you know we'll keep to it's a good movie to revisit before falcon and winter soldier and we're going to do that just for you so we'll we'll take that off your plate and we'll keep you informed with what's going on with that let's take a quick break don't go anywhere more mcu talk ahead with wandavision episode four we'll be right back you've heard others but nothing could prepare you for the shameful stupidity that is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Here, Imran. So if you offend everyone at once, it all it's a wash. I've covered everybody. Anthony. Sorry, I was texting. Say that again. And Rug Boy. Yeah, whenever there's a snowstorm, my slack hole tightens up. As they talk over one another. Just exactly uh, the same as, Jay, as Tim. Terminator. We're talking over each other. It's fine. Sorry. Swear. I had boobies. And ask you for money. Just give us the money. Witness the hubris as they claim to be the world's authority on comic book movies. Who said Never said that. You've never said that. Who cares? A jock said that. Comic book, TV, movie, reviews, news, and whatever they choose. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. It can't be silly, goofy fun. Seriously, people really listen to this. Jock uh, and Nerd! The Meat. Welcome back from the break. Here with PC Mike and the Giggler, I'm your host, Logan. We hope you enjoyed our review of Captain America, The First Avenger. Now it's time... To fast forward in time, jump up to phase four of the MCU. We're, of course, talking about the breakout series by Marvel Studios, now streaming on Disney+, Plus. WandaVision, episode four. The titled episode is We Interrupt This Program. Holy moly, what an episode. I was absolutely, no questions asked at all, most excited to rewatch this one. Why? Because it has answers, like actual MCU High stakes answers like what time art frame are we talking? Like where are we talking? Like all of these big questions that come to the forefront. I had so much fun watching it. I'm excited to break it open with you guys. PC Mike, let's start with you. How did this episode sit with you? I think it was perfect, honestly. Um, how they're starting to tie things in and we got to see 
why certain things happen in Wanda's visions over there. Um, but yeah, and I also think it's going to do something really good for the show. Um, I saw a lot of people online and even friends of mine say, man, WandaVision's really good after this episode. Um, kind of pulling more people in and like tying everything together. And man, it was fun. It was fun to see. And it was cool to see like little things like the helicopter. Like, mm. why is that there? Oh, that's it. And, like starting to tie all these things together. And like I said earlier, Logan, you made some right predictions, spot on predictions uh, for this episode. I didn't think it would come true that early, but you nailed a couple things. Yeah. Well, hey, I, I always say I don't need the validation, but I do love it. So keep it coming. Um, and I totally agree with you, too, that they're actually giving like a lot of payoffs to things that we were looking for. And like it almost seems a lot of it's intentional, right? Like we'll talk about the helicopter, for example. There's a payoff there. You kind of understand very directly. Oh, that's that. Giggler. How'd you feel after this one? Oh man, you just talked about how this finally gives you answers, but still so many, so many questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm more excited than I have been for the whole show after this episode. It's just impressive how they take like three, like not even like side characters, but like, I don't know, BC level characters that don't get a lot of attention on screen and revolve a whole episode around them. And then it still worked out so well um just all, all all three of those characters just did a great job so I'm, I'm i'm really excited to see what how this progresses for sure yeah i really appreciated how they built the show around these like few key characters that we know and like they were kind of the ground like holding us all together it felt so cool and new and felt like this really is the new marvel and we're all here for it all right let's get into the story and talk about it the episode off opens with some soft voices and it turns out to be uh, a few people. Maria Rambo, who you might remember from Captain Marvel. We also get Captain Marvel her- herself saying some lines from the movie, whispering things like, little trouble. And it's this scene of somebody, something happening, and uh, th- there's dust in the air, and it's bright, and uh, all of a sudden a person is materializing, you see. They're coming together. It is Monica Rambo, Rambo, who we have... Uh, met as Geraldine in WandaVision, but who is that little trouble, the little girl from Captain Marvel? This is that character. This is the first time we're getting in-episode confirmation of this. What is happening? She comes together. Holy cow. People are coming back from the Thanos snap via the Hulk snap that happened in Avengers Endgame. People are coming back all at the same time. They're in a hospital. Turns out she's talking to a doctor. This doctor is going to help all of us feel like, when are we and what's happening? She explains this doctor to Monica. She says, hey, your mom died three years ago from cancer. That's Maria Rambeau. That's uh, Captain Marvel's best friend from the movie. She said that was two years after you're gone. This confirms this is five years. This is exactly within line with Avengers Endgame. Five years later, the Hulk snap brought everybody back. And, oh, my gosh, this is so great. We're in present-day Marvel. <laughs> We're back to, like, caught up with the timeline, I feel like. And I, for the first time, I felt like I was truly out of, like, I don't know, like, quarantine. And I'm now I'm in, like, a new world that's just like the MCU. They're like, hey, don't worry. Come with us. It's a lot better over here on this timeline. It's <laughs> a really good way to put it. Good job. Uh, that's That's a great point, for sure. What were you feeling, Giggler, as you saw these people come back to life? Yeah, this was like, you just go through that moment in your mind where you're like, I think this is what I think it is, but 
this is wild to see like how they almost did it in like a comedic fashion in uh far from home when they were like i think they showed a scene of people like being blipped back like during a a basketball game like high school basketball game or something like that to where here it's like i think she's walking down the hallway and the guy blips and and she she like bodies him he tackles him basically Mm -hmm. so just crazy like what what happened to the people that were blipped when they were in airplanes did they just appear in the sky and just fell and die hope they're in an iron man suit that's a real question that needs to be asked but i'm I'm only kidding i actually i I mean surely that's what happened right because we know from the end credit scene at infinity war that helicopter just crashed right because nick fury at the end credit scene sees that helicopter crash so they'd vanished from the sky you would think they'd reappear in the sky yeah i i I don't know i i did bring this up to one of my buddies and he said this is completely unconfirmed but he's like i think i read somewhere that the russo brothers uh confirmed that the hulk wished for everyone to be in a safe place or yes something like that. i i could see that like everyone comes back safely is probably all that had to be thought you know yeah and if he i mean he even tried to get nat back so if obviously he was it's not like he just was saying undo the snap he had some other wishes but yeah he, he yeah he, he tried to make uh-oh. he tried to make some wishes for sure yeah all right getting into all right so we know when we stand we're like, okay, this is this is all right. We know where where she is. This is Monica Rambo, and this is where we meet Sword. She is Captain Monica Rambo, and she is back from the dead. She wants her job back. We find out from this guy, Director Tyler Hayward. He's the leader of Sword, and there's a back and forth here that explains that Monica's mom, Maria, came like she designed this place from the ground up. She built Sword. And what does S.W.O.R.D. stand for, by the way? Sentient Weapon Observation Response Division. I didn't know that before today. And they they do mention Sentia a few times. They talk about an astronaut training program that's dying. People are scared since the blip. Because, like, who wouldn't be? You'd be like, what? That can happen? We can just be blipped out of existence and brought back? Like, that's terrifying. Uh, They're building... uh, weapons at this place we see glimpses of rockets and maybe weapons like we're back in like what feels like a shield warehouse you know monica's getting the tour we're getting the tour pc mike what were you thinking as you saw like this tech they're walking through the the place it's kind of feeling like shield um we're at this point in the episode we're totally different than the first three episodes of wandavision you know we're not even in the wandavision world how were you feeling at this point were you like were you adjusting to like okay we're on another side of this yeah, it's kind of like a peek behind the curtain of what's actually going on. Um, so kind of being able to see, um, there's like two timelines, basically. And we've been seeing the Wanda vision timeline with the sitcoms. And now we're seeing what's happening on the other side to kind of counteract that. And I thought it was cool. And then with the, um, with the people coming back, I know it's like half the, half the world gone with Thanos snap. But, like, it doesn't really register until you see, like, that hospital and them coming back and, like, how crazy that is. And, like, that was just, like, wow. Like, normal people, like, Tom and Joe were just gone, maybe. It wasn't just the Avengers, but, like, and now those people coming back was just kind of like, wow, wow, this really did happen. And now they got to reacclimate to life with it. But um, how they did this episode was really cool with kind of the back and forth and tying little bits and pieces into what we've already seen. 
Totally, totally agree. Well said. And I, I do like how they're doing this because, you know, like Andy said, too, it's very different from what we saw in Far From Home that kind of made the camp be silly fun. Now it's like, oh, these are the real people. And they can also, you know, this would be something that we'll see in a lot of these phase four projects, you know, that have this, uh, this blip. You know, what happens when half of everything disappears and then comes back? Well, you can find out in like different aspects of the multiverse. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier might will be something totally different, you know? Um, you know, Sam was gone and came back. Bucky was gone. Like, we're going to get, like, people that actually got blipped, too. And we're, they're going to get to tell their side of things. Moving the story along. Got some nice images for you here on our YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. We really appreciate you. And these are all from Disney Plus, of course. So we find out the FBI is working a missing persons case in Westview, New Jersey. Okay, we know this via sword. The Tyler guy tells uh, Rambo, you're grounded because anybody that goes missing and comes back is required to be grounded. It's your mom's rule. She's like, okay, she's going to go help with this missing persons case. This is where we meet James E. Wu. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! I mean, they're just screaming his name in, this, in our soundbite. And this is, of course, the agent from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Hilarious. There's a callback to the movie immediately. I don't know if people have caught this. I did not read it anywhere. This is from my brain. He does a magic trick right from the get-go to pull out his badge. Like he learned that from Scott Lang and at Ant-Man. There's your tie-in. And he says that this isn't just a missing person. They're missing a witness. Who is this witness? Giggler, do you know who it is? Or do you have a theory of who it is? I don't know. I, there's, I mean, there was when they had the scene that that's coming up where they are putting the people's names on the, uh, like the board or whatever. There's some that were absent. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. That's just things that I noticed from reading on a on my good old Reddit threads um, for each episode. Where I think the obviously the Reddit reddit overtook the world in the last week crashing the stock market but it's also good for uh superhero news too <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like reddit is the go-to for a lot of things nowadays uh well we also find out that no one can get in the, into this town and i'm wondering i don't know i well before we get there pc mike did you have a did you have an inkling of who this i'm trying to think like is it, it's got to be a character we know right i mean i mean isn't new jersey like a big hub for different stuff in the mcu or am I just making that up? Well, I that's that's a good question because we know that James Wu, he he was in Ant-Man and the Wasp and he's nearby obviously enough to come and check this thing out. The sword uh place must not be too far away from this place. Um so it's a good question. I don't know the answer though. Yeah, I, I kind of I don't know, kind of like looking online just kind of skimming. I think New Jersey has some semblance here of who's missing, but I don't I don't really know. Okay. Uh, who it would be. But that was the kind of thing that jumped out to me about New Jersey and then kind of seeing online like some New Jersey things, trying to make connections, probably a little too deep connections, but still trying to make them. Well, listener, let us know if you know who this is. If you have a theory who it is, if you just know who it is and we're just missing it, we're probably driving you crazy. Write us into the show and shut us up. All right. So no one can get into this town. Cop says it doesn't even exist. And these cops are from Eastview. They actually call agent Wu a G man. And Wu says, you know, it doesn't even want us to go into this. Can't you feel it? Um, and then they send in the drone. This is where we get the chopper that Wanda will eventually find in the bush. Monica gets sucked in, and this is where we get the episode. Real world stuff. This this sword agent that we know, and we know what happens to her, essentially, 
we're going to get the other side of this. Enter Sword. They build a camp around the town. Enter Darcy Lewis, played by Kat Dennings. We talked about this in last week's episode when we broke open Thor. Good timing, right? Yeah, it's intentional. You're welcome. And in a, in a, in a nutshell, she has done exactly what we called. She has made it up the rankings of the science world. She's now a doctor. It's been five years. She's a and she can do astrophysics. She's she it's her thing. And she's in a van with all these other smart people, like a engineer from Chicago. They're here to figure out this reality that uh Monica has been sucked into. Uh she's a doctor, she moved up, said all that. Uh felt really cool to see Darcy on screen. And you know, it's one thing to theorize about this person being on the show. To see her on the show really felt good and felt familiar like seeing like an old friend and she just hit on all cylinders again i'm gonna give it up for her we even called out her hand in one of the episodes or his hand in like the oh yeah and they were pointing that, towards the screen was that imran maybe it was, it was imran was imran called that yeah. If he's Imran, if you're listening to this episode, you did. You said in our episode that that was her at the screen. We actually get that shot. It's awesome. Some cool stuff I picked up on here. Darcy says, "What is this? Like a multi-service response? Like the whole mil- all of military is there. Like the Air Force, the Navy, they're there hand in hand with sword. It almost seems like pre like, you know, after the blip, I bet it was like, "Hey, government and other countries we can never let this happen again we all got to be on the same page maybe it really did unite the world i really wonder what a story to tell if we could see like a world that's really united at the top level yeah wow that's deep man i don't know i don't don't think we have it in us well 10 years from now whenever phase six is wrapping up with avengers eight we'll be like hell yeah there it is (laughs) you heard it here um, she discovers that if she has an old TV, her being Darcy, she can see what's happening in here. Okay, now here we go. They're watching WandaVision with us. They're doing the same thing we're doing. It's like uh, they got whiteboards, and they're like, "Who is Vision dead? What do the hexagons mean? And they're watching one episode at a time. Darcy at one point says, hey, that's Vision. Isn't he dead? Like, not blipped, dead. That's her line. We know that. He got... Wu helps us all out uh, whenever they explain all of this science stuff because they do explain it in like a way that like energy that came from the big bang basically mixed with broadcast signals and that's what's happening so that to me is like wanda's the creation of life because she's the witch right and then maybe whatever she's doing is mixing with like vision's body and it's created this reality you know what else was created at the big bang what the infinity infinity stones the infinity stones Oh, my gosh. Do you think they're going to bring him back? I don't know. I mean, one of them's used to power her husband or make him alive. So And she maybe that one she's powerful be. enough to destroy that stone, too. So, I mean, she could – I mean, you would think if you can destroy something like that, you could make it. It was definitely missing from the scene that we're going to talk about coming up, though. That's for sure. That's exactly right. Um. So Wu helps us out. He says, so you're telling me a universe created a sitcom starting, starring Avengers. And I'm like, okay, there we go. That's perfect. Darcy's a badass. She's she's like the go-to person now, man. She's like really like one of the top people at this place. Like She's going to be a major character, and I'm so excited about it. Um, we get a montage of S.W.O.R.D. again being us, connecting clues. Um, why sitcoms? Is this an alternate reality? They're asking all the same stuff we've been talking about on this show. 
We get to the part where Wu radios into the program. This is during episode two of WandaVision when Wanda's talking to Dottie and that weird scene happened like, Wanda, who's doing this to you, Wanda? And we find out the first time that whatever's coming through the TV is being censored by someone. And we'll see another example of that later in the episode. Oh, and Retro Sword helicopter. Um, we see it and they call it out and they're like, isn't that a retro version of our uh, drone? And they said, why would he change it? And Wu's like, you know, to match the theme. And Darcy says, or to render it useless. You don't have to guess on some of this stuff. Okay, so now we get this sword guy crawling through the underground place. They're going to try to go into this town subterraneanly or whatever, sub subterranean style. And I knew the moment. I knew the moment he was going in. I was like, that's the beekeeper. It is. He comes up through the manhole. Beekeeper's standing there, turns his rope into a jump rope, and comes out on the other side. My question is, what happened to that dude? PC Mike, did they answer this? Do you know? I don't think they answered it, but I think – you kind of nailed it, I think, with rendered them useless. <laughs> so all the tools that they are bringing in there are now rendered useless. His wait a minute. Wait a minute. Up. Wasn't the beekeeper scene? Is that is that that's the end of episode one, right? No, um, it's not. It's not because she gets pregnant at episode two, and that's when she runs out. So never mind. My theory was going to be that oh, she turned him into like the mailman that we saw walking or something. You know, that, yeah, you never know. You never know. He could be any guy. But, maybe now. No, you're right. That was, yeah, that was the end of episode two. Okay. So maybe he's just a guy in the town. We'll see. Okay. Now they're watching episode three. This is where they hear the word, the name Ultron be mentioned. It skips again because someone's censoring the broadcast. So Wanda gets upset with Geraldine. Darcy and Wu are watching. It cuts to the end again for them, for us. We get to see it. And Wanda is flat out using her full Scarlet Witch powers. Says you're a trespasser. And she throws her ass out of this reality. Like, and that's what we'll see at the end of episode three. One thing I'll say is that she, whenever she was thrown out, yeah, it was violent. But I also thought, like, I could see the red, like, all the way around her body as she's moving through these walls and stuff. So it wasn't like a get hurt type thing. It was just a get out of here. The same way she would protect herself and Vision in Avengers Infinity War when they're fighting Thanos was bad squad. You can always see that red Scarlet Witch magic like all around them, protecting them. PC Mike? I like that. Jamie, thoughts here? I saw you, saw you chiming in. Yeah, just um, wanting to protect, not hurt in a way. Yes. But that get the heck out of my quote-unquote reality don't ruin this for me i'm having too good a time and she went th if you count the walls she went through four walls if you count the uh the barrier at the end so that's probably pretty symbolism there of breaking the fourth wall yeah but. literally and we got a nice image there of the walls there broken come back together and we again we saw this happen in into three we do get them sh her shooting out monica being in the real world in all of her clothes again full Geraldine outfit. Wanda fixes the wall. Vision comes back in. She says she went home. She lies to Vision. That still happened. She looks back, and we get this terrifying. Just, I was like, oh, like I think I had made that noise. I was like, oh, gross. <laughs> no stone. No stone. 
no stone. I mean, that looks like Thanos' hand has been in there. And Wanda says, he says, hey, we could leave if we want. And she says, no, we can't. First of all, she says, we can't. And she's got everything under control. Come back to to Monica Rambo, zooming in from the top. And she wakes up and says, it's Wanda. It's all Wanda. Again, don't have to look too hard at that point. Holy cow, what is happening? It, it She's making this happen. She's protecting her envision. She doesn't want to leave her reality. She doesn't want to get back to new realities. I have so many theories. I have so many questions. I had so much fun. Wow, wow, wow. What an awesome episode. Giggler, what did I miss? What were your other favorite parts? What else do we need to break open on this thing to get us prepared for episode five? Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like the biggest unanswered questions so far. Like, what? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's really dumb. My biggest, like, what to say is just what's going to happen next. I have no freaking. No, clue. it's fair. I mean, that's it, be, if they're doing their job right, they are leaving you asking more questions than feeling like you have answers. So, like, even though they answered a lot of stuff, it's like you said, they're going to leave you with more questions. Yeah, like this next episode could be '80s themed, right? If you're going by that, but like that's all I really know. Like I, I haven't seen any previews or anything or what's, what's going to happen next. Uh, I, it I, seemed I like, it seemed like there was like a guitar eighties, like kind of riff at the end. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, it's like a little bit more. Oh yeah. Wasn't that like a, was it like NWO entrance song, entrance theme, theme song, Mike. Isn't that right? Yeah. I think it was Jimi Hendrix. So that's, <laughs> that's a banger for sure. That's what it reminded me of, but it was like, a, yeah. Well, you obviously enjoyed it, Pete and PC Mike. How about you? Overall thoughts, things that maybe you wanted to cover. One big thing that's sticking out to me is so when she's cutting information out that's going to sword. Like, so is she that if it's her reality, is she that cognizant that other people are watching this and trying to shelter them, censor them from seeing what really is happening here? Or is it someone else like above? her doing something like that's my big question yeah 100 percent. that's i was thinking the same thing it's spot on because you know what they did in this episode they entered they introduced a second party finally you know we have like wanda and vision the characters are unknowns right we don't know what they are we have wanda and vision well now they're like here's sword and now they're converging in these stories well the question is is there a third party at work you know we've we've looked up fan theories and stuff that there might be a uh, a Marvel villain known as Mephisto, the devil kind of a bad guy, and he's doing some of this. We know that um, uh, Agnes is a could be a known character. Imran talked a little bit about that, that she's like trying to get her hands on these children. It's like, okay, so if, is Wanda making the world because she wants to? Is she just keeping everyone out and doesn't really know who's playing what games? But I don't know. It just seems like she's so confused in the episodes, in episode one and two, that like why would she be so confused about so much? The two times it cut were two times that Wanda lost her cool. When that glass broke in that lady's hand and cut her, and then kicking Rambo out of her world. Those are the two times that it cut. So is that something like she doesn't want to show her true colors, possibly? And kind of shielding that? Because those are the big things I've seen, like, way it's going Wanda can go one or two ways yeah that's right and it's like what is she fighting for at the end of the day and how far will she take it and how much of it is because of what she knows and how much of it is from her being manipulated all right here's some theories uh, some things to look forward to um i think we've talked about this last week but we have these two kids now if time moves forward again we can assume these kids will be older 
we're going to see, I think, more intertwining of these two stories. It's going to be more of like, this is happening here, and now you'll get this is happening here, inching closer and closer together to a big mass climax where it all comes together. And hopefully we'll learn more about this maybe third or fourth party at work. Like, who are these other people involved? Uh, one thing I did want to say is they did list some names of those p- people. They're like, this character, Herb, is this guy. And they said, like, his real name, he's from, you know, whatever, New Jersey. I did not dig deep. That's where I started saying, stop. I don't want, I don't even want to know at this point. They're going to, an- that's going to be a question that gets answered for sure. And if it's going to be like cool heroes or something popping up, I don't know. But if you guys have any thoughts on that part or any extra to add on the list of names. I'm like you. I did not look too deep in this. You want me to talk about it or do you want you want me to keep it a secret from you? Well, now I'm like, ooh, is it a, is it a spoiler? Is it like a big spoiler or is it not, more of a theory? Not per se. It's just two people that were not on the pictures that they posted up there. So Agnes That's, probably wasn't on there, right? Correct. Okay. And then yeah. Dottie. And that, Daddy, yeah, exactly. Okay. So it's, I, yeah, nothing, nothing too wild that you're that you're thinking about. But all right, I know. So no, no, that's simple process of elimination. Thank you for sharing it. I think that the fans may have been upset if we would have missed it. So way to go, Giggler. Um, if they're not on there, I think this is just again. You know, we know that Dottie's the key to everything in this town. I mean, we there's something going on there. And the last one I had is you know is Wanda just dragging around this dead body. I guess that's. I hope not. That's so. That's that means she was doing other things with that dead body if she had kids. So yeah, who make, knows? making babies with it. <laughs> well, there was uh, no old school commercial in this one, was there? There was no commercial in this one. Um, we saw like the commercial from episode one again. Um, I, I tell you right now, uh, I, I love what happened with what's Wanda, and I'm I'm excited to see what happens with these kids and whatnot. But man, to see. People living and talking in a Marvel world that felt to me kind of like early days Avengers where you're on that shield ship with Nick Fury and all of the team and you're meeting Lord, uh, the Agent Hill and all these people that are just like in the world of Marvel. And like, you know, Marvel world's just like it's its own thing. It's why the movies and the formula work so well because you can feel it. I can tell you right now, I felt it and I'm super excited to break open WandaVision Episode 5 with these two knuckleheads and you fans next week. How we do, fellas? Great. I concur 100% on that. Like I said earlier, like my weeks revolve around Fridays now. I guess that's not a big a big change from the past because <laughs> everybody wants to get to that weekend. But um, normally I'd be like looking forward to like watching football. But this is this is going to take take over that whole. Do you watch it like right when you wake up or do you wait till work's done? no my wife makes me wait till work's over i would otherwise i'd watch it i'd wake up early to watch it probably but she'd get very mad at me if i had to watch it without her <laughs> i've been I've, hitting, done that I've been hitting before. in the mornings but there are days where we'll be like you know it's been sure it's after work and all that kind of stuff but the earlier the better man i'm with you and well the good thing is uh you can just rewatch it as many times as you want I watched all, all three weeks so far. I've watched it directly before we talked about it on the pod. Just I was like, I'm going to watch it right before I get it fresh in my mind. Well, we'll do it next week for you too, listener. PC Mike, do you have any other thoughts on this week's episode? I'm kind of with um, Andy here. I didn't really see any previews, or did they do like a 
season preview. So, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I did talk about that on my Monday show. They did release a mid-series, uh, mid-season trailer. I said this Monday. I didn't watch it. And I've said this before on this show. Whenever you start getting to trailers three, four, five, I start to sit out because I just don't want to see too much. Like, we're already getting a show every week. Like, do we really need a, a trailer? Um, like, they're only going to show their cards a little more. I almost like just watching them just like I watched movies. Um, that being said, if I hear, hear enough buzz about this trailer and I watch it maybe like right before the episode is a possibility, did you guys watch it? Uh, I have not. Look at I, that. I think I saw like bit, a bit of it, but I didn't really like focus in on it. How interesting. I'm just saying it's been out for a couple days. N- none of us watched it. I don't know what that means, but there's, there's. I agree with you. It's just too much. I don't. I don't want to see. I mean, there's already so much speculation via just spoken yes. word and reading it on Twitter, Reddit, anything. There's just so many articles that you can see, and like that's all speculation. But like, if you see something and that's in an episode, I don't want to. I don't want to know that before it happens. Really. I mean, like, I, I even saw on Twitter for like this one before I watch it. They're like, "This is the best episode so far," and I'm like. I want to. I want to make that call. Mm-hmm. I don't want to read what you say. I want to make that call. Exactly, because like that matters too. Context and setup is everything. If you tell somebody it's the greatest movie they've ever seen, they're gonna go in maybe feeling empty. If you tell them it's the worst thing you've ever seen, you're more likely to make it good. At this point, we are mid season. I just like watching these things, um, and we're gonna keep watching it, guys. Uh, if you're watching Wandavision, let us know what you think. Let us know any big parts that we missed. Uh, yeah, we're trying to avoid spoilers, but we're not trying to avoid like low-hanging fruit. If there's something we miss, let us know. You're listening right now. Hopefully, it's Thursday. WandaVision episode 5 drops tomorrow, so this is primed and ready for you uh, right before that episode, and we'll talk about the one after this next week. With that, let's get into what's coming up. Oh, man, we're so lucky to get to do that every week. It's really cool that there's just not like one WandaVision movie and then it's not. No, it's we're talking about nine episodes. So fun. Plenty more of those coming around. Uh, we also have a new episode of The Music Show now streaming on Spotify, doing one every week. This month in February, we are doing Decades Month. So we did our first episode on the 80s. It's a real mixed bag of stuff, superhero stuff, not superhero stuff, um, and some nice jams to get you feeling nostalgic and watch for new episodes of Mostly Superheroes, the music show, every Tuesday on Spotify, built using Anchor. That's our music show. A lot of fun. Uh, PC Mike, Giggler, when when are we going to get a group episode of this on the books? It's totally different. It's audio only. We can get some music together. I guess we need to have a good topic first. got to start there. I'm down anytime. I I love music. I concur. Anytime we want to start rocking out (laughs) especially when we were talking about the other day the the batman uh uh, 1989 song yeah Uh, why do you think i was asking why do you think i was asking about that it's in this episode and i actually i gave you guys a huge shout out which i talked about that was one of the longer segments i i broke open it does feature party man from so good oh yeah prince batman 1989 that was for the fellas get over and check it out and yeah, new episodes every week. Let us know what you want to hear on that show. Um, if you got a good uh, movie or series of movies or TV, we cover all types of music. If it's in the Spotify library, we can do it. Again, more WandaVision reviews. The hashtag MCU rewatch. Our next movie will be Avengers. The first one. We're going to do that next week. 
get excited. That'll be fun. We won't, we won't be able to help but spend some time there. So I hate to do this, but I do have breaking news. Somebody just sent me something, a text. It's from Culture Crave Twitter. Um, and Elizabeth Olsen says, WandaVision will have a massive cameo on the same level as Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian. Oh my gosh, I literally just got like little kid excited. I, like, I was like, every possibility just went through my head. I, my first thought was uh, Tony Stark. Cap, Tony. Uh, I don't even know. Luke Skywalker level? How is it not? But, how is it not one of the three? But remember what Paul Bettany said in that other interview. Yeah. He said he's never, I don't think he's ever worked with this person. Oh my gosh, what a riddle. Yeah, for real, I don't even know who it would be then. <sighs> wow! Shout! Hey, who was that? Who was that tweet from? We'll give him a good shout out here for fan mail. Appreciate that breaking uh, it news. It was from. Let me see. And I'll tag him too. That way, we they'll be in the episode because that is exciting. Culture. It's from Culture Crave. <laughs> Look at Andy's got the <laughs> the tweet. Yeah. There it is. Okay. All right, Culture Crave. Appreciate you, um, man. So ne- if they. If- I don't even know who it would even be. Is it like, are they going to introduce a new character who's a very famous actor? Well, Mike, you are also assuming that these people are one and the same. Right. That's a good point. Oh, man. Maybe we're getting two big things. (laughs) True. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. But I am on the level of you thinking that it's most likely the same. And if you think of it that way, well, then, yeah, who is it? Who has he never worked with? Which, there's probably some MCU movies that he hasn't, you know, just because they were all in Avengers Endgame doesn't mean, like, Paul Bettany, like, was next to whoever, you know? Are they going to pull something, like, with all the Spider-Mans, like, Edward Norton's going to be Hulk? I mean, I'd be I'd be excited. <laughs> Eric Bana, too. <laughs> all of them. I, I, I'm still for this Hulkverse movie. I'm, I, I'm, I'm pushing for it. Like I'm going to start getting hashtag Hulkverse going. You heard it on most well, of the superheroes. They do have to do something with She-Hulk, so maybe it's a tie-in there, too. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be another show on Disney+. Plus. All right. Well, hey, man, thanks for the breaking news because that just got me. If I'm not excited enough for this show, that, that just did it even more. All right. We finally have at least a tentative month for you, so you can have an idea of when to plan this thing. We are booked up right now with MCU stuff. If you don't, if you have not caught on, it is taking over and we're fine with it. But because of that, we're going to put our Jurassic Park watch party officially going to say it. It'll be in April. All right. So you can watch for that. We'll have a live scheduled event. That way it's weeks out. You can have it on your calendar. It'll be on social media. It'll be super easy. It'll be us. We'll be doing it. And uh, same will follow, not, not April, but just talking about Stuff that we're working on here outside of our regular programming, mostly madness, hashtag mostly madness. We are taking submissions for the movie tournament, and we uh, are going to be getting together us this week. We'll get this uh, locked down to where we we actually still need to designate for sure what categories we're going to do. But I want to start. I don't. I don't want that to stop you from submitting your movies. But, you know, think about it. What are your top? Uh, what's your top comedy? What's your top rom com? What's your top superhero movie? Think about this. This is your chance to put a movie up that you love and let it like battle to the death against po- any possible movies. We are taking those submissions. Write us in at our website, message us on social media, um, and use hashtag mostly madness, and uh, we'll get you entered into the tournament. We'll keep you posted on how that'll work. We'll be a weekly check-in on how the tournament's going, update on brackets, 
plenty more to come on that. Something new every day. Keep an eye out. Uh, if you're listening again, this is on Thursday. New episodes everywhere you get your podcast and YouTube uh, video content available for you everywhere. We're doing live shows on Instagram and Twitch. We got the music show. We got fan mail cranking out on Saturdays. And Sunday has been so much fun with you guys in the Facebook Mostly Superhero Squad page doing the What You Watch It. I don't know about you guys, but I just already feel this awesome community. We, we're, we're getting up about like five to ten people a week have been dropping in there. Um, and we're just getting more eyes, more ears, and more opinions on things to watch. Um, and you can get featured on the show very easily. Um, just go join that Mostly Superhero Squad page. Man alive, guys. I had a lot of fun today. Giggler, um, happy birthday again, dude. How did uh, how did you feel today? Did you have a good time? Oh, yeah. Always. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think it'll be funny when we ask what you're watching on Sunday. And probably everyone will say the Super Bowl, but... I'm pretty excited for that just to eat some good food. Uh, unfortunately, won't be able to have any of that good old alcohol, but come March 20th, I'll be ready. <laughs> yeah, you got to finish your your push on the, uh, the, the, the hard 70. Is that what it's called? 75. 75. 75 hard. Uh, good luck to you. We are supporting you on the show. Um, that's a bummer that you can't have alcohol on Super Bowl day. Don't worry. I'll do it for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> PC Mike, how'd you feel today? And uh, give us that optimism we always look for. Man, just another layer of WandaVision. And as we peel back the onion, it gets a little sweeter instead of sour. So um, I'm excited to see what's happening. Um, I think there's some, in- some fun stuff coming on. As you were saying, like the lineup, I think it'd be cool if people sent us like food ideas and stuff for like the Jurassic Park watch party. Um, and we could do like dino drinks and foods of course dino nuggets and stuff like that too so yeah um, send it in because we have to order something and we also um we have a prize out there we had a a fan write in and win the contest 25 bucks in food delivery Uh, i think his name is greg but we'll don't worry greg if you're still listening we're you're still on our list and we'll get you that so you can at least join us for the watch party maybe we'll even see if we can get greg on the show and like even watch with us or something yeah let us know what you want us to eat um and maybe we'll eat it but at the end of the day i'm gonna eat whatever sounds the best Dino Nuggets is a great place to start. Bring me back to grade school. Get some mac and cheese to go with it. Some Dunkaroos. Okay, deal. <laughs> okay, hell yeah. Snack snack we'll attack, get, man. We'll get to the point. We'll be like, does anybody really want to eat Dino Nuggets? And we're like, no, let's get Mexican or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Well, we will we'll be talking about it. We'll be talking all about the Super Bowl next week. More WandaVision and, of course, the Avengers rewatch. We're excited for it all. Thank you for your support of the show. Subscribe where you get your podcast, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those social channels. We're also on Patreon, releasing early episodes and episodes with the post show. It's after we wrap up this show. There's uh, us three knuckleheads always keep it going just for a little bit, and we'll include that for you, Patreon patrons. And there's something new every day at MostlySuperheroes.com wasn't for you guys we wouldn't even be here we appreciate you so much thanks for listening thanks for watching we'll see you next time on mostly superheroes